Welcome to the Prosperous Life Podcast. Practical information about what the Bible really says about money and prosperity. It may not be what you've been taught. And now, here's your host, the author of Poverty vs. Wealth, Reverend Roger Breaker. Do you feel lucky? A short on prosperity, number 16. Isaiah 119 says, If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat of the good of the land. There are two records in the Bible that, although they do not relate directly to financial prosperity, they have some interesting points from which we could learn. Jesus Christ in his ministry referred to these two records in Luke. Luke chapter 4, verse 25 through 27 says, But I tell you of a truth, Many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, when great famine was throughout all the land. But unto none of them was Elias sent, save unto Sarepta, a city of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elias the prophet, and none of them were cleansed, save Naaman the Syrian. The first of these records refers to Elijah the prophet. To feed and to hide the prophet during the famine, God sent Elijah to a widow woman of Zidon. This woman was not of Israel, but God knew that when she heard the saying of the man of God, Elijah, she would believe and obey. 1 Kings seventeen twelve through 15 And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruise, and behold, I am gathering two sticks, that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after make for thee and thy son. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail, until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And she went and did, according to the saying of Elijah, and she in her house did eat many days. She was willing and obedient, and she ate for many days. You could have looked from the outside on her life and said, well, isn't she lucky? Or she could have felt of herself that she was lucky. But was it really luck? The truth was that she obeyed what God had told her by the way of the prophet Elijah. Why did God not do this for all the widows in Israel? If you read the context in the record of Luke, you will understand that Jesus was teaching about believing. There are not many that believe what God has said, at times very few. Those that do believe and obey have great results. She ate for many days. The other record that Jesus referred to was the healing of Naaman the Syrian. Once again, Naaman was not of Israel. Jesus said there were many lepers in Israel during the time of the prophet Elisha, but none of them were healed except Naaman. There is no record of any other leper even approaching God or asking for healing. 2 Kings 5.14 says, And then he went down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh came again like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. Naaman was willing to ask. He believed and obeyed what God told him by way of the prophet Elisha. Therefore, he was healed of his leprosy. This miracle was instant. Looking from the outside, it could appear that Naaman was lucky. He could have felt lucky. But was it luck? 
The truth is, Naaman obeyed what God had said by the way of the prophet Elisha, and he received the results. Both Naaman and the widow ate of the good of the land. They were both willing and obedient. They were not of Israel. Interesting. God's not a respecter of persons. He's only a respecter of conditions. Both met the conditions. They were willing and obedient, and so they ate. After a few years of giving or tithing, saving and staying out of debt, you could radically change your financial position. All three of these God has said for us to do. Are you willing and obedient? Some have found that as they diligently pursued saving more of their income, that there was even more that they could save. It began to stack up quite nicely after a few years. They could have felt lucky, especially if they grew up poor and have lived paycheck to paycheck for years. Others could observe this change, and it might appear like luck. But is it luck? No. It's being willing and obedient. And God has said that if you are willing and obedient, you will eat of the good of the land. Here's a couple of additional promises that show God's great desire for his children. Third John 1, 2 says, Beloved, I be wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. Malachi 3.10 says, Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven, and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. The prospering of our souls is in part to study God's word, to believe it and obey it. Make God's word the standard of our lives. Not many are willing to rise up and be obedient to tithe, to save, to get out of debt. But to those that do are the blessings of God in their pursuit of the prosperous life. Thanks for listening to the Prosperous Life Podcast. Want more information? Why not join Roger in the discussions at the Prosperous Life Group on Facebook? Or subscribe to Roger's Prosperous Life blog at rogerbreaker.com. And always remember, God said, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers.